Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800 610 5739 The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radio Law Talk dot com welcome back to radio law talk we are having a wonderful time here on the hashtag give thanks week denise what are you thankful for hashtag give thanks i'm thankful for my family and i'm also very thankful for um i guess my business you know, I feel very – I give thanks every day that, that I still have a business. And you're able to help people. You help more I people. I do. And Denise has helped more people that I know uh, out of tight spots. And um, believe it or not, everyone thinks, oh, it's for the money. It's uh, Look, this is a grueling business that the three of us are in sitting at this table. And it's taxing on our lives, our families, but it is rewarding to help people. It and is. Denise, you help a lot of people. Uh Cal, what are you thankful for? Well, first off, my business is like going swimming. I mean, it's just all fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all fun. Uh, I'm thankful for my bride, to which I will have been married 50 years in January. Wow. Right? I'm very grateful so for amazing. her. How did she put up with you for that long? Uh, by... by uh, uh, marijuana? Yeah. <laughs> got to be something. <laughs> oh, no. For our no, nine talented, smart children, uh, wow. and also our 18 grandchildren and two beautiful little tiny great grandchildren that is that is a legacy cal it's 50 years and counting and what a wonderful life i'd look at myself and i think how did i get here and then i look in this studio with you three wonderful smart people and i think how did i how did this happen how did we get here how did we end up how do you end up being a business partner with my wife and with other people whom i love and truly treasure how did that happen i don't know so I'm yeah. just grateful for every second of it. Every That's great. Uh, Todd, are you grateful for something? No, I'm a Grinch. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'll tell you, in, in all seriousness, I, you had, you kind of beat me to the punch because I was thinking about things that I'm grateful for as I was thinking about the hashtag give thanks. And obviously the, the first thing that came to my mind was my kids. Right. Sure. Uh, sure. I mean, they, they are they are literally 
my life. You take away my kids, you might as well take away parts of my body, and I'm just right, a shell. Right. Uh, my kids and my and my extended family, my parents, my brothers and sisters, and their spouses and stuff. Right. Seven kids in the family. I'm the only one not married, so I'm the black sheep. But uh, but the other thing you well, were married though. So I, I, I was I was at and one you time. Brought, you brought some nice children and, to the and world. Brought nice kids. You know, the downfall of our marriage is once my wife um, at the time got LASIK eye surgery and had that sinus clog removed, and then you know her poor eyesight and bad sense of smell was the only way I was going to meet up. Oh, so, man. You were um, doomed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, in all seriousness, though, it's it's the extended family that I have of friends, and specifically ah. this show. And, um, I mean, I'm one of those people that I have a lot of acquaintances, but I have very few very close friends, and I feel that everybody in this, uh, in this room and on the other side of this glass, Cal, is in that group. And Likewise. so I'm That's very awesome. grateful for that. Well what, what a wonderful well life. What a wonderful life. You have to look at the positive. Hashtag give thanks. We're, we're, we're asking all of you to go to your social media. And let's do one week of positive stuff so you can get 300 views instead of 50,000 like I normally get. And, <laughs> and, you know, just once a day is good. Just one thing just a day you're thankful day, for. But before yeah. Thanksgiving, because yeah. next week's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And yeah. hashtag give thanks. I'm, I love it. What a wonderful. And there's people all over the United States that are doing it. Let's flood it with positive, right? Let's right. flood it with positive. This is too much negative in this country. We want to be happy. What a radical concept. Flooding the social media and the airways with, with positivity. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Thunk it? Certainly not it. the starters of Facebook. 855-LAW-RADIO. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 855-529-7234. Remember, uh, seek local counsel. Not giving you legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. This hour, we are going to talk about uh, some more, we already talked about it in the first hour, COVID-19 restrictions on the court we discussed, but we're going to finish up on a little bit about a criminal and how this delays in the courts throughout the United States is uh, going to affect criminal. We already discussed Denise. Uh, you can go back to our podcast at radiolawtalk.com. And I'm going to talk about civil, which most people out there are saying, you know what? Mr. Penny, you talk whatever you want. It don't matter to me if civil cases don't go out. It's better that there's no lawsuits. No. Wait till I discuss, and you can see through how it's going to affect not just those people with cases, but you in the community. And this thing is, is very interesting. Then we're going to talk about the Boy Scouts lawsuits. It hits a massive milestone in their bankruptcy filing. We're going to discuss that. We're going to talk about the tragedy of Naya Riviera. The the family is bringing lawsuits on her drowning. I, I believe uh, Rivera. I'm sorry, Rivera. Former actress that was on the show Glee. Glee, right. that's exactly that's right. And then we're going to talk about the, the greatest one of all. The toddler formula lawsuit. The Todd can't wait to talk about. The what? You've got to hear about the toddler formula lawsuit. There are some wrongs that just need to be righted. Dang and it. We're going to talk about that. But why people come here is one thing, Cal, is to see you stump the panel. Why don't you roll case or no case? All right, here we go. Now it's here time to play case or no case. Yay! As I told you, bananas and terrorists. We've all heard of FARC which is the Spanish initials for the Revolutionary Army Forces of Colombia in South America, a terrorist group that played rough. The, the Chiquita Banana Company opened up about 3,000 acres in a rough neighborhood, shall we say, in Colombia. FARC had a policy. Whenever it got broke, it offered, in quotes, inoculation to Chiquita, protection money. We won't kidnap your people or vandalize your fields if you pay this, uh, you know, this little money, like $10,000 hidden in a spare tire of a Jeep, whatever. 
As in this case with any free money, their demands got higher and higher until the company stalled a little. And the next thing you know, Tanya Julin of Winter Springs, Florida, who was married to Rich the night he was kidnapped, January 31st, 1993. And uh, this happened in the village of Porcuro, Panama, 15 miles from the Colombian border. Armed men burst into their home. They uh, took their two young daughters who were sleeping, tied up Rich, ordered he and the other men who were in there at the time out. They were never heard or seen from again. The ransom demand, $5 million. It soon became apparent that they had been killed. It took years for the families to find out for sure, and they never got any remains, and, and that was that. And Jaquita said, what do you want us to do? It's tough life, right? Ms. Julin said the company encouraged the crime by giving in to extortion demands in the first place. She wondered if she might have a case against the purveyor of the Cavendish banana, Chiquita. And so I ask you, Mr. Penny, should she get a lawyer? And is this case or no case? Well, this is a scenario, but the question is, is it a case? I would. My first question would be, what would be the venue? Is it in um, uh, Panama or is it in the United States? I don't know, and so you got a venue issue. I assume she brought it in the United States, where they, they. I assume they were working there in that area, and that he was a civilian out of the United States citizen. Is yeah, Chiquita right? imports through a company, I think, in New Jersey, if if I have right. my notes right. So. Right, and so he is a United States citizen. I would say that they could argue Chiquita does have standing in the United States to sue them because their business is in this area. So I'm going to say that they have he, she has standing and does sue in the United States and she loses because winning would be the the normal thing. It's a case and uh, she sues in the United States under uh, the rules that they do have a uh, their main company is out of somewhere in the United States and she loses for some reason, I think it's just they had nothing to do with it. According, let me okay, let me back up. Criminal act, they're not liable for criminal acts. Ah, I just great. thought about. I was going to say you're going counterintuitive, uh, uh, and now yes. you came up now, with a reason to now justify Now my that. my, my, my brain's flown. It's criminal act, <laughs> right. and they're not liable for criminal acts. And then after this uh, wonderful break, Cal is going to go to our uh, other esteemed. Uh, panel and find and out. Todd's thinking, let's see, bananas, terrorist yeah. lawsuit. I, I, I was just thinking the group FARC. I, I believe they were <laughs> masters of the pull my finger interrogation techniques no, that just ravished the country. No, that's uh, a different group, but it's close. <laughs> that was my grandfather's FARC. Okay. Got it. The, the farking spider. Got it. Got it. Exactly. Great. Oh, man. All right. We'll be right we're back. We're off the rails. This is Radio Law Talk. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. 
They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm. does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney for Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y Lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics, chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. You know, we were just talking about uh, the uh, case or no case, and I just opined that uh, your wonderful uh, discussion, you know, I said there was a case and that the winner is Chiquita Banana in the case where uh, her husband was kidnapped 
and she claimed they knew about the the ransoms they were paying in the past to these Colombian cartels, uh, and they were in Panama, and the husband and wife and child, apparently, or children, came out of the United States, and she sued, and I said she wins, uh, and she loses. It is a case, and Todd's turn to determine this. Okay, Todd, what do you have on this? Well, well I don't that know. That was a long explanation. I don't know, Cal. Based upon the group involved, I think this might be all fart, no bite, but... Uh, <laughs> You think? I'm just going to ride that that's pun a, that's as a rough, much as I That can. is a rough assessment. <laughs> a rough assessment. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, oh so, so here's the deal. Because of the location, yeah. here is my analysis. Any lawsuit brought because of the... Uh, because the fact that it was a kidnapping and it was criminal in nature, but it's in another country and you got U.S. citizens and family, all of this has to take place in an international court. And she prevails in international court, but then runs into a big problem. You can prevail, but there's no means of enforcement because it's international court. So she wins, but she can't collect anything because hmm. of the international nature of the court. That's my answer. Interesting. All right, Denise Dirks, what say you in the case of FARC versus the public? Public and the public versus well, an employee versus Chiquita Banana, employee's wife. So it was the employee's wife. I thought the whole family was kidnapped. No, the, the, there were two daughters, a wife, and they were having a party. It was like their anniversary or something. So the kidnappers come in. They grab the husband and the two other house guests. They take them away, demand $5 million in ransom. They're never seen again. The kids, the wife, are left alone. They okay. wanted the employees because the company wasn't going to pay for the wife and kids. They knew that, right? At least I'm sure they were thinking that. Okay, and, and, but there's three different jurisdictions. That's the part that's confusing because you have Colombia, right, where FARC is. Right. And then you've got Panama where the kidnap occurred. Right. And then you've got United States where there are citizens that have been injured in those. Um, I don't think it's an international jurisdiction issue. I think that this is not a case. All right, fair enough. So here we stand on case or no case with Mr. Penny and Mr. Cunin saying that it's a case and the lovely Ms. Dirks saying it is not. So those who say it is not. Fred, how did you and I go opposite (laughs) Denise again? We don't even know the result and we're already lamenting. I I lamented before I even gave my gave my what I thought. the minute I say what I think is going on, yeah. I say that's all done. You so, guys might be right. I lay mean, it, I don't lay it on us, Cal. For those of you who say this is a case, that would be Fred and Todd. All I can say is congratulations, yes! dude. <laughs> Denise, we got you. That's a point for me, Denise. Maybe two. Let's find out like, what happened. You might have to put one line down for me. A company official said in court, you have to pay these people. They're serious. Their military is not able to control them. You can't just turn them in, give their names to somebody, somebody because they'll make a ret- retribution for that, and you can expect violence. Just that's just the cost of doing business, yes. Chiquita said. Well, if Tanya wins, Chiquita loses. The lawsuit, as Todd wow. pointed out, does not ask for any specific damages because of the sorting all of that out through however they're going to do it, but. The plaintiff's attorney said other similar cases have eventually resulted in verdicts in the tens of millions of dollars because, he said, verdicts such as these are automatically tripled. So I don't know where that is, but that's what but he said. Todd Wynn, it, she so was. So that, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kunin gets a full range of points. Maybe Two. I wow. should give him a half a bonus point for getting that one. Wow, he nailed it. At least I got a half a point. And you got a one point. One point? Oh, my god. And gosh. next hour... 
Somebody said there's more than one cheating German car maker that makes diesel engines. What? So that'll be the, I know, Volkswagen, we all know about, but that'll be the subject of our next case or no case. And now, wow. Back to Join us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to call in. Remember, we have uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, we do Facebook. You can, you can go to any of those social media uh, areas and see us post fun things. Thank you for joining us. We were talking about, usually we do not, we try to make them three separate hours, right? And that's important, but this is a three-hour show, and, and, and we're, we're 9 to noon Pacific time, what, 10 to 1 central time, and 11 to 2 eastern time. And nine, 9 to noon Eastern. 11, nine, 11, 9 to noon. Yeah. Nine, 9 to noon. No, no Eastern no, no. Noon, is noon, noon to 3. Noon, noon to, to three. 3 Eastern. <laughs> okay. 11 Wait, to this. 2, then 10 to 1, and 9, nine to oh, noon. Oh, that's right. You're right. That's right. Okay. There's four time zones. Why yeah. am I doing three? Oh, there's four? <laughs> We're talking about Hawaii and Alaska? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> New Jersey. I'm just trying to help everybody out, and now they're so confused. Arizona. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who doesn't what? change time what? at all? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I just I can't add up right and now. Has the right idea. And okay, no, here's a three-hour difference. Here. Can That's I go back? Yeah, three hours. There's three. Three time zones, right? right? But only a three-hour difference, correct? Yeah, three-hour difference. Okay. Here uh, we start at nine. There we start at noon. Right. Here we end at noon. There we end at three. And there's your All I gotta say is different. figure it out yourself. We're 90 noon Pacific time. How's that? <laughs> okay. If you're in Idaho, we're just uh, you know it's 10 until one. That's all. Okay. Here we go. So we were talking about the delays in the court systems, and the delays in the court systems are affecting criminal cases, family law cases, and we've discussed that. Go listen to the podcast. But what I want to talk about is something. How does it affect? And I'm gonna do it very briefly. So hang on. I'm not gonna make this long. But I know you out there saying it doesn't affect you. With civil cases, and you're probably saying it doesn't matter. Who I'm tired of lawsuits, and good now there's no lawsuits. Well, it's going to affect you. Uh, for example, think of the people who've been injured in an accident. Seriously, they've lost their jobs, they've been injured, they have bills to pay, and they can't get to court. It is it, it it's difficult for them. And 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 I know I'm stepping up for the person people that are injured. What about people with property? There's a property dispute. One person's uh on the land and and using it for some business and making money you can't get to court to sue them so that person sits there what about unlawful detainer and evictions how are you going to get to court with that denise and todd and those of you out there uh, naysayers uh, they're going to have to sit there and you're going to have a difficult time as a landlord kicking them out or a renter if there's a landlord that's doing something improper so it's going to affect the economy ladies and gentlemen when we come back We're going to talk a little bit about the Boy Scouts lawsuits that have hit a major milestone. We'll be right back. Ironically, by the way, Fred, all of the people in the courthouse are still getting paid. That's the ironic thing about this. Yep. At any rate, more is coming right now on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. 
I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. All right, guys. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Back to what, what? Come on, tell us what you're thinking. Well, listen, I can it, tell you're thinking. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking out there, there is some parent who has encouraged their child to listen to a law radio show, and has tuned them into Radio Law Talk. And that child has a geography test coming up next week, and we are going to face liability because that kid is going to flunk the time zone <laughs> question. Not the first time we've had our kids that we've helped out with homework flunk. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, so, let's help. Let's so, help. So, so, listen, listen. Okay. Let's Technically, go. there are nine time zones in the United States. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, last segment we were trying to figure out all the different time zones we discussed the major time yes. zones and then added one of our own we missed mountain time <laughs> so 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 yeah. these oh, right, from right, east right. to west okay, okay here's starting the time very zones. far east i can't leave out idaho oh my god <laughs> they're time zone all of themselves uh so very far east is the atlantic standard time wow then we have eastern standard time central standard time mountain standard time Pacific Standard Time, Alaskan Standard Time, yes. Hawaii Aleutian Standard Time, Samoa Standard Time, and Chamorro Standard Time. Oh, come on. What the heck is Chamorro? What's Chamorro? That's, I, I do I not know, get that but, one. But you can get them fried at... Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry. That's churros. Um, anyway, so the, but the, the six basic ones, though, are Eastern, Central, Mountain, Pacific, Alaska, Hawaii. 
Those are That's the times. Crazy. Yes. Is tomorrow Puerto Rico? I have no idea. And by the way, we have no affiliates in Alaska, Hawaii, or tomorrow, so <laughs> so that doesn't yes. matter. Hey, you get well, a come today? I'm no, I'm coming over tomorrow. We have <laughs> so, listeners in Alaska. Well, I'm sure we do, we but do. I'm just I'm just saying we don't have any affiliates. <laughs> yeah, we have no radio station. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, they got nothing better to do in Alaska. They better can reach listen out to, to us. Joe. Hello, uh, <laughs> affiliate guy. You know what? You know what's sad a little bit, and and what's sad is there's some wonderful people and organizations that just get hit up because of some bad people they have within the organization that just takes them down. And that's the Boy Scouts of America. That's a sad, it's a what a wonderful, uh, at least concept and what they did for hundred over a hundred years. And the sex abuse cases have, they've had to file bankruptcy now. Uh, they're, they're probably 50% less the amount of scouts that have, that have now, uh, they went from about 4 million to 2 million scouts uh, registered, and they have now eclipsed almost, not quite there, 90,000 sex abuse claims. Now, don't forget, they filed bankruptcy, and as part of that, the Boy Scouts of America did put out commercials that said, look, you know, here's your chance if there's any issues with prior uh, you know, uh, allegations. And again, by the way, these are all allegations. Um, you know, 90,000 people alleging close to 90,000 that they were sexually abused by someone in the scouts. And, and that's an interesting thing that you talked about, the fact this is a bankruptcy case. Because, look, if, if there's an organization, you know, sometimes some churches might get sued or whatever. We've got a statute of limitations that people can right. adhere to about when they can bring their claims. And the statute of limitations, I mean, starts getting moved out to where you hit a certain age. And there's quite a bit of time for you to file. However... You could have the greatest statute of limitations in the world for timing. That's not going to mean anything if the entity that you want to ultimately sue has filed bankruptcy 10 years earlier and there is no entity left. There is nothing that you can get from the entity, right? You still got the individual, but the entity. And so when the Boy Scouts filed for bankruptcy, as the entity is, they put this out there so that if anybody had a claim, look, we know you got the statute of limitations, but you got to kind of get in line if, if you seek a monetary award. And after doing that, 90,000 sex abuse claims filed against the Boy Scouts that are essentially potential creditors getting in line in bankruptcy court. Right, and they're going to liquidate um, because the Boy Scouts of America, they actually own a lot of real property. Yes. And so Camps they have substantial, right, right. Yeah, substantial assets. And in addition, there are the local councils. So the, the, there's this big entity, and then there are a lot of different local councils, and they're all pitching in to try to resolve all of these claims. And these claims are from the 1960s, 70s, and even 80s. Yeah. So it's 30 years worth of claims um, that they're trying to resolve in bankruptcy. How do you have allegations from the 60s and 70s, and how do they defend against that? I, they're not going to defend against it. They're hiring professional, like special masters, right. that are going to determine each case by case. Wow. And they're going to determine what part of these assets that these different individuals are going to get. These individuals that are making allegations. Yeah. It, but there will be a determination right. of the factualness, but it won't right. be done in the bankruptcy court. It'll but be done just outside. I, I'm just being the devil's advocate. So how do you, if a, if a man in his 60s... In his 50s now, said in the 1960s, I was abused by, you know, su such and such scoutmaster. The now deceased scoutmaster Jones. The now deceased scoutmaster right, right. 
that's how, how do you do that? Well, you verify that he was a member of that okay. local chapter, that's, that's, that the other person, right. that there was contact. I get that. Um, you talk to their counselor or their, you know, their therapist. De- you talk yeah. to anybody else that has information. But there's no defense because the guy's dead. I don't they're... think Boy Scouts is trying to defend. Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah right. and that's the thing is it, it, essentially they're, it appears that they're taking the approach, look, Assuming that all of these were true, there's only so much in terms of available funds. And so the special master is going to have to determine how these are apportioned amongst people who may have claims. We're not even going to get into validity or not. Just go ahead. Uh, You know, there's there's only so much to go around. You ready for this? You talk about an American institution. You know how many presidents were either part of uh, either Boy Scouts or part of the Boy Scouts? All of them. Theodore Roosevelt, William Howard Taft, Woodrow Wilson, Warren G. Harding, Calvin Coolidge, Herbert Hoover, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Harry S. Truman, Dwight D. Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon B. Johnson, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton was a Cub Scout. Um, and he was actually 1997 National Scout Jamboree. He went to George W. Bush, Barack Obama. Uh, he was apparently was a SIAGA Cub Scout um, in, in Indonesia, apparently. And Donald Trump attended the 2017 National Scout Jamboree. He didn't. He wasn't a, uh, a Boy Scout, but 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 so he. I wouldn't. Call so him how, a scout. how many admit but, to being a Cub um, Scout um, leader? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, out of curiosity. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I think it's, it's, just, it's just crazy, though, that how many presidents are affiliated with the, with the Boy Scouts of America. Mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong, astronauts uh, in, oh. in the course of Bill jobs, Gates. getting in the military, getting to intelligence agencies. It was once seen before the Boy Scout, Boy Scout organization became derided by this shame. It was once seen as an important asset right. for someone who was my son's an Eagle Scout, and that was on his resume, and yes. that helped him get jobs. Did you stuff. know yeah. as an Eagle Scout, you're automatically, when you go into the military, you're moved up, I think, three positions automatically if you're an Eagle Scout. Hmm. i got to look that up, but I know it's like you go from a private to a to a private first class or something like that. And I'm going to look that up. But that's, that is I get is nothing just... for being a campfire girl. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I, I'm telling, well, was camp, were you Girl Scouts then or not? Campfire girls. Is that the same? Is that the same as Girl uh, Scouts? Uh, girl Scouts are not campfire girls. Campfire girls. But you didn't have the cookies. We did. Did you? Yeah, just our own cookies. We had campfire girl cookies. Well, I never had a campfire girl cookie. <laughs> well, we can solve that. <laughs> I need cookies. I need cookies. Todd, I, I we're just, talking the, about the lawsuit. The, the thing about the Boy Scouts, getting to the merits of the lawsuit, where I think the, the Boy Scouts were really um, facing an uphill battle is, historically, if you look at it, I mean, they don't pay scoutmasters. These are people that volunteer. So here you have an organization that relies on individuals saying, I will volunteer my time to go on campouts to do this. And when you had somebody that would volunteer, they were more than willing to say, absolutely great, because it's hard to find people that will do that. It's a difficult job. I've done it, it for a little while. I've done it as a youth volunteer. It, it is tough. And so if you're trying to get folks that will do that, it's also hard to have this screening, especially back in the 70s and the 80s, 
look, you're going to have nefarious actors come in. It was just a very tough spot the Boy Scouts were put in. Nobody right. thought they'd need to. Exactly. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And they didn't have the federally, um, you know, the federal uh, screening that they have in today's world. Yeah. That wasn't really developed until the 80s. Yeah. So. It's sad all the way around. It it's is. It's sad all the way around. But when we come back, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein's former prosecutor's uh, go through a little bit of scrutiny uh, on his original uh, case. We'll be back after this. Is Epstein still deceased, right? That hasn't yes, changed. Yes, that's yeah. a Okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. He's right. not Elvis. No. Stay I tuned. didn't say that. Stay tuned as Radio Law Talk continues right here on your favorite radio station and streaming live at radiolawtalk.com. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. 
See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Okay, man, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. And now back to the show. Here are Todd, Denise, and Fred on Radio Law Talk and, of course, RadioLawTalk.com. Fred. At RadioLawTalk.com, you can go and get our uh, – and look up by – you can just type in a word and look up any former show or topic uh, for the past four years. It's really interesting. So if you just have to look up Epstein, and we've gone over it over and over, what is uh, going on with Epstein, who, who by the way, um, I'm putting this in quotes, committed suicide in – in jail, uh, that was what some people think. And, and to my knowledge, think. not affiliated with the Boy Scouts in any way, shape, or form. Yes, so. not to, no. And and but what happened in the facts of of the case that he was being prosecuted for? Prior to that, there had been allegations of um, um, sexual assaults on uh, a number of underage women uh, and young ladies, and he pled guilty. And I'm trying to think of what he got, what what he received. Oh, here it is. Um, and, and he received a very lenient deal is the big argument. He served 13 months in Palm Beach County Jail with a work release during the day. And he also had to register as a sex offender. Okay, so that happened back in 2008. 2008. And that was out of Palm Beach County in Florida. That's exactly right. So then what happens, the Office of Professional Responsibility investigates him to determine whether or not what he did was appropriate. And and this is the the attorney general who made the decision to have a non-prosecution agreement with Jeffrey Epstein. Right. And so before we get into that, we're setting this up. Let me tell you, and Todd's going to be, we're going to have Todd talk more about this than anything because he's a prosecutor. He understands it. The amount of cases these guys prosecute and run across their desk and they got to make decisions as to, okay, what do I do? What type of deal do I give? I mean, there's so many things they've got to take into consideration. And there's thousands running by them that they have to usually settle. Most of them settle. And what's a good deal? What's not? What? What might be a good deal now, you can, in hindsight, is not when you see what happens mm-hmm. later. And so, Todd, go through that. How, and we're not jumping on his side uh, because the Department of, uh, of, of Justice, I mean, uh, the Justice Department brought out, uh, you know, a, basically a ruling of what they thought he did or didn't do. And 
but what is what do these prosecutors have to go through on a daily basis? It, it, well, look, it depends on the type of cases that you're prosecuting. I've had several different assignments back when I was a prosecutor. When I prosecuted misdemeanors and DUIs, I probably have at any given time an active caseload of anywhere from 150 to 200 cases. So you have to make decisions that on I, whether to prosecute yes. or, or what deals you're going to make. And, and I'll tell you, without a docket note which is the it's the document that's on the very front where I every conversation I have with the defense attorney every interaction that's in court status of my offers what my thinking was the rationale I would take notes and anybody could go through and review okay this case was filed on December 1st 2005 okay this is the person that filed it first time Todd saw it was in court on December the 3rd oh here's his docket note from that and you would be able to see the docket notes from the time that it starts until the time that defendant entered a plea or the case was otherwise resolved. Without those, I would not be able to tell you at any given time what the status was on any case because you're asking me to keep track of thousands. And that's what it is. Now, now people I, got to understand that as we go through and talk about this. Exactly. Now, when I, when I had... There's the, one more complication, too. Um, this involved two different levels. It involved state and federal well, prosecution. Okay. So, so here, here's the thing, and we'll talk about it in a second. When I... That was a voluminous caseload when I was doing DUIs, prosecution, misdemeanors, things like that. When I moved for a three-year period of time where I prosecuted all of the sexual assault cases in a specific jurisdiction with victims age 14 and over, my caseload, thank heaven, dropped significantly. At any given time, I maybe had seven or eight cases open in that smaller county that I was at. But still, you have to take docket notes because if I was asked, now 20 years after the fact, 10 years, 15 years after the fact, well, what was your thinking here? I'd have to refer to those notes. And that's what happened in this case here because the sexual assault nature, the, the charges that Epstein was facing, he was facing liability in both the state jurisdiction with Florida and the federal government can also prosecute. In, cause it, cause 2008, it, let's in remind, 2008. Yeah. And it Because it violated statutes both state and federally. And what this guy... Um, uh, what is it, Alexander Acosta, what he was being called on the carpet for is he entered into a non-prosecution agreement where essentially if you settle this case on the state level for state criminal charges, we won't prosecute you federally. And that's what he was being asked for. And the, the big issue here with him was he didn't consult any of the victims to get their input right. about the resolution of the case. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. That's the... But, but but let's back up sure. before we get to that. The, the court, they held that he did basically didn't do anything wrong other than he basically just had some poor judgment. All they called it was poor judgment. Other than that, they found that he did not do anything wrong. So here we've got the Department of Justice, the U.S. Department of Justice investigating a former U.S. attorney. Um, right. Based upon what decision that former U.S. attorney did when deciding not to prosecute federally Epstein, but to allow him to plead to lesser offenses in the state matter. But let me tell you this. And again, I'm not. We're devil's advocate here. We're yeah. arguing. Hindsight's 2020, right, Denise? I mean, given the fact that what we found out, what Epstein really was like, and who he was. Of course, it's like that was not a good deal. They shouldn't have done that, you know. But but you have to. I'm just jumping on the attorney side that I know that are so overworked in the you know in the in the DAs and the prosecutor's office that have so much on their hands. They you can't 
foresee everything and oh maybe that was an improper or a low uh, verdict i mean a, a, you know a, a better deal for epstein than it should have been but hindsight's 2020 right yeah but it's it was so callous against those victims i agree with that and that That's is where yep. for sure there was poor judgment used absolutely because um epstein got to plead guilty to solicitation of uh, uh, underage prostitutes. So the victims were being alleged to be prostitutes, and they never even got to defend themselves against that label. They didn't know what Epstein's uh, sentencing was going to be. Or make a statement. Or or be able to make a victim statement or anything. I believe that's more than poor judgment, in my opinion, but I understand that they couldn't find evidence of any um, corruption or impermissible considerations, yep. such as Epstein's wealth or his status at or that time, associations. See, it's at that time. Yes. Please. At no, 2008, yeah. they didn't have a lot, where later it all came forth. One thing I want to also point out, and it's, this is significant that it is 2008, because up until this point in time, I hate to say it, but victims, the whole focus of a prosecution is the defendant. And, and oftentimes it's like, what can we do to get them help? And, and the victims sometimes were even thought of as an afterthought. And in 2008, I know in the state of California, the California Constitution, the Constitution was amended to give victims certain rights yeah. to be heard in the course and conduct of a criminal prosecution. And there are other jurisdictions that had that as well, because it really started coming to the forefront. You'd hear stories of about um, families who had lost a loved one to uh, a homicide, right? And they were not informed that the person had been released into the public pending trial, and they run into that person in the grocery store. And it's like, how come nobody told us? And those stories started to really accumulate. And so since 2008, there has really been this focus more on the victims have to have a say in a criminal prosecution. What do they What do they want? What is their opinion? It wasn't as much at the forefront up to 2008. And so here, when I look at what happened in this particular case, maybe the result was iffy, but the, the, where they really use poor judgment is not in talking to the victim. Under today's standard of victim involvement, I doubt that would have happened. Back in, no, I, I think they would have found um, more than just poor judgment yes. if it was under today's standard, for Ab- sure. Absolutely. You do absolutely. have to look... Because you do have to look at the standard, and the standard implies that you're looking at back then and the facts and circumstances and laws right. that existed back then. And they then. probably exactly. would have talked to the victims at that time if that was the law exactly. at that time period and yeah. in that jurisdiction. So my point is, all I'm trying to say is hindsight's 2020. There's, I just, I, I am not, I do not like armchair quarterbacks. I'm sorry, I've never been the those guys. Well, the quarterback should have done this. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, come. And be a prosecutor for a month. And when your head's spinning, because my brother's a former prosecutor, and when your head's spinning and you're trying to figure out, like Todd said, what's who's on first, no, they're doing the best they can. And we're going to be back, hour three, hold on, we're going to have a case or no case, and we're going to talk a little bit about toddler formula lawsuits. That's very <laughs> interesting. We'll be back. Much more Radio Law Talk in our third hour, which is available live on many radio stations, and otherwise, it's available from our archive at radiolawtalk.com. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Oh, I won't.
credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company.